Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Desiras Prime Show, and today is our review of Money in the Bank, which took place on Sunday, May 19th. Sorry, Keen. May 19th. What? So, you know, we were released, and it's the day his parents died, apparently. Oh. Yeah. It's also the that fucking fake Kane came out that time, didn't he? Because Luke Gallows dressed as Kane. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> that wasn't good. I heard the story that fucking like, Glenn Jacobs was considering retirement at that point, and they were gonna like play him up as the imposter and have Gallows take over as the real thing, which would have been interesting, I guess. But luckily, the talk with Jacobs decided not to fucking retire. And Gallows like six inches shorter anyway. Yeah, it looked really weird seeing Little Kane against Kane. Oh yeah. It was like 2002 when X-Pac would, he stole Kane's mask before Kane went off for injury. It was the last time you saw him with the full mask. Mm. And X-Pac was running around wearing Kane's mask to be a dick. It was a bit like that. Fucking big Kane, little Kane. You just imagine it. Like if they suck against the Undertaker and the Undertaker's looking down at him mm. instead of slightly up. Mm. It wouldn't have, um, <coughs> it would have been interesting. Um, maybe not have Gallows doing that. But, you know, Gallows is good enough to be his own man. Well, yeah. seen that, so he doesn't need the Kane gimmick. It was, it was uh, I don't know. The great Kane E. <laughs> and old Poppy Carl E. No. No? No. Uh, you can't get to the top and do that diving clothesline. No. Anyway, money in the bank. We kind of went off on one a bit there. No, it's not Money in the Bank first, is it? Uh, we're going to talk a little bit first about Ashley Mazzaro, who tragically passed away last week at the age of, what, 40? 39. 39. Well, she hasn't hit 40 yet. No. Fucking terrible. Um, any memories of Ashley? <clears throat> I didn't watch wrestling around that time. When she mm. came out. So I don't really know her wrestling career. She, I think she won the Diva <coughs> Search. One of the Diva Searchers. Um, she managed Paul London and Brian Kendrick. She had a couple of matches at Mania. Um, she was like a little bit in that Lita mold. She was like the punk chick. Yeah. Um, I'd say more Avril Lavigne inspired. Probably. Um, and... I found out today that apparently she hung herself last week, so and she'd been teasing her return to the ring. So it's a fucking tragic situation. There's a lot of fucking. Do we talk about the other stuff? Um, just before if you do, okay, because I've just gone on to like Google, right? Type name according to People magazine. Might be donating her brain to science. Okay. It's a strange one. Well, if she committed suicide, then you know, there's definitely some mental health issues there. Yeah. Um, you know, Christopher Nowinski, after Chris Benoit died, he, like, basically, he couldn't wrestle anymore because of concussion, <coughs> and he, like, fucking went into the neuroscience field, didn't he? Mm. And it's definitely um, 
I'd say it's something that needs more work. And if people can donate that, I mean, I might fucking do it. When I die, donate my brain. See if that helps. I don't know, because you get attacked by nature. Well, <laughs> donate the swan's brain as well. Find out why we don't like each other. Or wasps. But the wasp didn't stick around. The rose that pricked you. Roses don't have brains. But it pricked you. Yes. It's nature. Yes. It hates you. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't have a brain though, does it? Can't donate a rose's brain to science. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I think it's um a good gesture. And it helps to um further the studies, I'd guess. Oh yeah. That's the best way to put it. But according to Women's Health magazine, she died of unknown causes. When was the article from? Three days ago. Yeah, this came out today. That she uh, hung herself. Well, three days ago, the son reported took her own life. Same three days ago. <sighs> it looks like it's suicide. Well, yeah. So, <clears throat> obviously, thoughts are with her family and her daughter, who she quit wrestling to care for. Um, it's a fucking, it's a sad situation. It's never nice when anybody dies. Um, she was on Survivor, yeah. Yeah. And she was on Smallville. She was in the episode with Kane. And there were the fucking Kryptonian... No, she was like the Fight Club fucking promoter. Or the Ring Girl or whatever. When Clark had to fight Kane's character. That was back when Smackdown and Smallville were on UPN and they had like this little cross-branded thing. Batista was on an episode as well. Yeah, I remember Batista. And then Kane was, Kane was called Titan. Funnily enough. Yeah. And Ashley was in that. So yeah, more Kane stuff, more Ashley stuff. Um, but yeah, it's a sad situation. Uh, there were some other disturbing allegations that came out as well. That she was, um, this is all part of a lawsuit that she was a part of against WWE, which she allegedly regretted being a part of, but in this lawsuit she alleged that she was um, sexually assaulted on a tour to Kuwait. One of the, um, sounds like one of the tribute to the troop shows. Yeah. At a military base she was um, apparently feeling ill, um, stomach cramps. Uh, She was recommended she went into the med bay where she was uh, fed a drip, but apparently it wasn't a drip, uh, she was drugged, and then there was a couple of strange military types that didn't look like doctors, but said they were, and um, basically forced himself on her. Uh, Jimmy Hart was part of the tour, he'd checked in on her, then gone off to get some lunch with the other people, and one of the WWE staffers came in, um, figured out what was wrong, got her back to the hotel. And then, this is all her statement. Um, we can't confirm or deny it, obviously, that this is what went down. But she, um, when she got stateside, she was looked over by the doctor. And in a meeting with Vince, was basically told, 
we have a good relationship with the US <coughs> military, we want that to continue. Don't let one bad moment ruin this. No, it says it all the fucking Vince. Mm. He's a fucking dick anyway. Let's cover up a fucking a rape. <sighs> it's fucking sickening. Just to save face for your fucking company. It's, fuck, fuck your company, Yeah, man. it's fuck, fuck it's not it even his company as well, it's the fucking military. His company would have fucking <clears> looked <throat> a lot better fucking saying, look, we're not doing this anymore. Well, yeah. But it... But now you've got, he's got to support his troops. Mm, it's all about the fucking money. And you can't even say that's the old Vince, that's the old WWE. It's still fucking doing that. Yeah, that fucking Saudi shows. After what happened to that fucking <coughs> journalist last year. And they're still fucking going ahead. Fuck off, fly, moth, whatever fucking nature. Wind creature. Yes. <laughs> dragon! <laughs> Wish it was a dragon. <laughs> I'd, I'd yeah. pet that and feed it. My soul. Until it burnt you alive. Yeah. But, yeah, this is fucking... It's just fucking... It's sickening. <clears throat> to read about all this and whether it's true or not it's not unbelievable well no it is very plausible <clears throat> that Vince McMahon would do something like that this is a guy that likes to do the whole fucking that spent ages fucking taking the piss out of Jim Ross a man with cerebral palsy or Bell's palsy sorry I'm going to say it's not cerebral palsy he's got palsy of Bell's some kind palsy. yes and um, the whole thing where we had Michelle McCool and Layla take the piss out of Mickey James on yeah. the Piggy James and shit. And he wants to put a blue dot over Christian's face. And it's fucking... The guy that's against fucking bullying ain't half a fucking bully. Guy hates scarves. And he hates sneezing. And... Talk shit. It just doesn't fucking... How did Jericho get away with fucking wearing a scarf I think Vince told him to because he hated scarves and it would get him heat. Yeah. That's backwards thinking. He, he thinks because he hates scarves that everyone else would hate scarves and then Jericho wearing a scarf would get him instant heat. Jericho got scarves over. Who gives a fuck about scarves? No, but Jericho got scarves over. Vince wanted him to fucking wear scarves so that people would hate it and he made scarves one of the biggest stars in wrestling. He also got a piece of paper over on a clipboard. Yeah. That's how good Jericho is. You just made the list! Yeah. I still remember that Survivor's pre-Survivor series and Jericho was giving out scars as gifts and kin. It's the first time I actually thought, yeah, Braun Strowman's actually quite cool because he walked in and goes to Jericho's like, I want that scarf. Well, this is my scarf. I want that scarf. I'm like, okay, you can have this scarf. And he just tears it up. He's like, I hate scarves. <laughs> But yeah, um, Rakeet seemed to be veering off topic a bit, but this whole situation's quite grim. And I don't want anybody thinking we're making light of this subject because we're not, but it's, we kind of go off on tangents and I think in this scenario it might be for the best. <laughs> oh yeah. Just to interject a bit of levity. Again, not mocking the situation. It's a very fucking serious allegation and it's, a plausible allegation as well. I hate to say that, but it fucking is. Well, yeah. The stuff that we probably don't fucking know. You know, 
He's like, he's covered up a rape. Mm. Allegedly. Yeah. I'll throw that in. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. It's like, what else is he covered up? Who the fuck knows? I mean, fucking that whole fucking thing with the fabulous Moolah. For me, oh, yeah, last year. Uh, fucking being a pimp. Mm. The fucking Superfly Snooker's murder case. Yeah. Did he okay. cover up the fucking murder himself? Yes. Fucking point past him, mm. Going back to Smallville, like that whole thing with the last who played Chloe. Got arrested and pleading guilty to being part of a fucking sex cult. Yeah. Mm. I wish I was part of that because I fucking loved Alison Mack. Dude. What? I'd let her fucking stick a finger in the bum. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Time and a place. It would be with her. See, folks, this is the part where you realise that when it comes to limits... I have none. I have some. I'm the fucking lesser of two evils here. Anyway, it's these whole fucking... These allegations that have been going around that fucking... I don't know. When fucking justice needs to be done. I mean, fuck WWE's company image or whatever. If they're innocent, fine. But I can't say for a fact that they are. No, no. And I hope Ashley's family, I wish them all the best and hope they get through this. Um, and especially a daughter. Um, but it's horrible to lose a parent. And yeah, we've both been there. Yep. And fucking... Yeah, I hope they fucking, some good can fucking come out of this, whether they get fucking this issue resolved or not. <sighs> That's pretty much all I can say, really. Well, yeah, there's, there's not a, a lot else you can say. No. Except Vince McMahon's a dick. Mm. Anyway, shall we move on to the... Money in the bank, pay per view. Figurative dick, it'd be one on a donkey, because he's a fucking donkey dick. But yeah, money in the bank. Yeah. Money in the bank. Apparently, when Kane was shooting See No Evil, Vince wanted him to have a three foot penis. Make of that what you will. <sighs> money in the bank! It's a bit short, innit? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, we're at Money in the Bank, and what did you think of the show overall? To be fair, it weren't bad. It was pretty good. Yeah. It was, um, I mean, what was it, three and a half hours? Yeah. It didn't feel like it dragged. I mean, I will admit, I kind of zoned out during the Cruiserweight title match. It, Even though that was on the main show, I kind of feel like I did yeah. a disservice to it, but I was checking the raw results. It's, it weren't bad. Match, but it's like it is a forgettable one. Mm. It wasn't like fucking Buddy Murphy and Tony's one. No, WrestleMania that fantastic. And it's like Davari. Did he put his fucking all in? Probably not. Mm. Tony Nice, he always puts his fucking all in anyway. But you want to call himself a premier athlete? Yeah, I think. Oh, fucking, he's 
fucking Diwali or whatever his fucking name Divari. is. Divari. Yeah. He, he just laid it down. Well, we'll get to that when we... But the pre-show, we had Daniel Bryan and Rowan yeah. in a non-title match against the Usos. Yeah. The SmackDown Tag Team Champions yeah. against the Raw fucking tag team. teams. And the Raw Team won. Usos beat Bryan and Rowan. I didn't watch that match. Did you see it? Yeah. Was it any, I mean, apparently it was pretty pedestrian until that Harper got involved. Not Harper, Rowan, sorry. Yeah, it... it another one that's not fucking rememberable it mm. was all right but yeah it's Raw Tag Team against Smackdown Tag Team Champions but then was it Corey Graves in that was like oh does that mean since they've beat the Smackdown Tag Team Champions they can be in contention for the Smackdown Championship they'll probably do something like that because of a fucking wildcard rule and that was the answer Mm. Well, not in them exact words, but well, you never know with the wild card rule. I honestly wouldn't. Given the situation, and I hate the fact that it's come to this, but when it comes to the wild card rule, I wouldn't mind it so much with the tag teams. Yeah. Because SmackDown is severely lacking in decent tag, in tag teams in general. So here we go again, fucking tag teams on SmackDown. You brought that one up. <laughs> My point is, I wouldn't mind seeing the Usos. I mean, they've just, they've got a raw, fair enough. Um, but when it comes to this fucking wildcard bollocks, if it involves tag teams filling up the SmackDown roster a bit, then I don't so much mind that, even though it shouldn't be in that state anyway. Personally, I'd unify the tag t- uh, titles. Yeah. And have them both shows. Yeah. Because then you've got all the tag teams on both shows. Yeah. So, there you go. Answer sold. Watch. Yep. <clears throat> okay, so we move on to the main map, main card, sorry. And yeah. the first one was the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Yeah. Which we both got wrong because you called Mandy Rose, I called Amber Moon. I was close, though. Yeah. And Sonya Deville picked you up and climbed up the fucking ladder with Yeah. I love Sonya saying there's no chance she'd ever live in there. <laughs> well, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. I've got a win key. She don't like him. The Mandy Rose is awesome. Mm. Damn! Yeah. Um, oh, that was peach. <laughs> what do you think of the match? It was a bit boring in some parts. It felt a bit staged in some parts as well. Yeah. The whole thing with Naomi, where they all, where she was like between the two ladders, uh, they waited yeah, for her to get in position. Was it was like, right. yeah. And when she fucking rolled out and she stood there and she's like, uh, 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 it went on for about 10 seconds. It's like, mm-hmm. well, what are you going to do? You ain't just going to stand there going, uh, what do I do now? No. You're like, fucking pick one, batter him. And coming out dressed as a bee. Why? Bumblebee. And? The DC character. And? I don't fucking know. What's that got to do with fucking I don't, anything? I don't know. Is it? Don't have a gummy on, fucking pick her outfit. Oh, fucking, I'm only asking, bitch tits. And what's, what's all that about? Well, exactly. Is there some fucking reference lately to fucking DC's Bumblebee? Probably, I don't know. Well, usually you're the fucking be-all and know-all of fucking comic books. Oh, shit, at the minute. 
You know, because you always tell me when fucking Aaron play. <laughs> they can't see you doing that, you know. I don't care. Right? So, it's like when Holly's on the phone to her, right, Nicky, start trying to show her stuff. <laughs> but not on FaceTime. Yeah, I'm not that bad. And she sits there and she's going, look, look. So, you're not on FaceTime, you're on the phone. Oh. And five minutes later, she carries on doing it again. But yeah. Yeah, it did have its good moments, though. Um, <clears throat> I like the eclipse off the ladder, but was outside. Walking Amber launches over the ropes and it's Natalia with the eclipse. That was a good moment. I actually missed that bit. <laughs> I think something else was happening at the same time. Then um, you've got Carmella. I think she did well. Fucking did that whole knee injury thing, selling the knee. Mm. She was like pushing Mandy away, like as if she was legit hurt. I don't think she is, otherwise they wouldn't have let her go back. Well, no. But um, I think Carmella did a good job with that. And she's gone back to blonde. Mm. Which suits her a hell of a lot fucking yeah. more. Still yeah. got a fucking horse face. Yeah. Still looks like Shergar's fucking returned. But. Well, so I was surprised. I was impressed by Dana Brooke. Yeah. I feel like she held her own in that match. Yeah. She's... I. If she had won, I would not be upset. I wouldn't be surprised. Because, I mean, she needs to brush up on her basic wrestling skills. And that, but in that kind of environment, she did really well. I thought <clears throat> the way she hung from the fucking briefcase and some of the fucking stunts she pulled in that. Mandy's like, "Get back here!" <sighs> but yeah, it was like at one point I was rooting for her, and like I said, it's like if she had won, I would not have been upset. No, Dana Mania. Yeah, <coughs> have to wait a year for that, aren't we? No, I still think she's got a long way to go, mm. but her performance in that match was, it shows that she's putting in the work. She she looked like she belonged in there. In the words of smoking a bandit, she's got a long way to go and a short time to get there. Excuse me. Even so, um, yeah, well played for Dana Brooke, because yeah. it was fucking... I was really impressed with that. Also impressed by the winner, Bailey. But then when you're never going to be impressed by Bailey. Yeah, exactly. But you see it's that Bailey. You expect it, but you don't expect it from Dana Brooke. All right. Um, I think if I was going to go for an MVP of the match, I'd probably give it to Dana. Just for the fact that she held her own. You expect fucking what you got from everyone else. I wasn't expecting that much from Dana. Yeah, she definitely... Pulled out all the stops on that. Mm. Natty, usual fucking spot filler. Yeah. Nothing bad, but. Naomi, usual spot filler. Carmella. The acrobatic. Carmella. Yeah. She, yep. Yeah, like I said, Carmella, she did a really good job of selling that knee. Yeah. Um, Mandy, full of plenty of your spots of that. Dead ass, um, yeah. yeah. I'm not even going to debate that. Picture. Um, Just imagine it now. Sat on my face. Um, <laughs> we're going that way. I know I know. I tend to put the explicit content tag on this, but that's just too far. Oh, yeah. Dead ass, though. 
And yeah, Bailey, um, she won the Money in the Bank match. With that ass, though, too. <laughs> and yeah. I, I said before on last week's prediction show that I didn't want her to win because I was expecting, because the traditional trope of Money in the Bank winner is they go on a losing streak before they cash in and win the title. Uh, I don't like that. Yeah. I mean, I guess it kind of like, hypothetically speaking, it's like, oh, well, the cash in, oh, well, they've been losing all the time. Champions are going to underestimate the challenger. Don't like it. If you're in line for a title shot any time in the next year, you need to be built up. They did that with Edge. Yeah. And they haven't really done it with many others since. Um, but luckily, it didn't come to that. Bailey, um, we'll get into that later. Bailey is the winner of the Money in the Bank ladder match for this year. In what was a pretty good match, it looked a bit staged at times. Yeah. And, yeah, that kind of took away from it a little bit for me. Um, but yeah, still a decent match. And, you know, the women are still going strong. Nikki Cross did well as well. Yeah. Yeah, we ain't even mentioned her. Yeah. Was like when she picked up that ladder and started spinning around. What is it? She she hit Dana Brooke, but she didn't hit Dana Brooke. She just flew off anyway, mm. and she didn't even get touched by the ladder. And it's like, well, they get a little bit close to it look like it here. It's funny how we mentioned <laughs> like we keep moaning about sanity not getting a spot, and then all of a sudden Nikki Cross is on the card, and we I forget to mention her. Um, yeah. yeah, she um, she did well as well. Good showing. Um, was it the spinning or was it a different spot? Because there were some fucking ladders to the headshots that looked oh, fucking nasty. Oh, they fucking right the what? And you could hear the fucking <laughs> smack of it and I was like, ooh. But no, was, she got, what is it? There was one in front, I can't remember what, and she hit it and everyone just went fucking flying. Mm. So then she's picked the ladder up and she just started spinning whilst everyone's coming in. And I think she actually got Bailey who Bailey flew at the corner and then she's hit Dana but she's not hit Dana right. and she's just gone type thing. I think <coughs> Bailey, she went in to try and stop Nicky yeah. and then she got twatted. Uh, there was a spot as well, wasn't Because she got sandwiched between the ladder a lot as well. Didn't she mm-hmm. Bailey did. And then there was a bit where I fucking got the ladder into the hip. Yeah. You could see it bleeding. I can't remember what happened exactly there. I remember that that. I think the ladder got tipped. So I think one Dana climbing yes. it while two people were holding it. Yeah. Um, in fact, there was four of them on. Because Baylor climbed up and then Nikki's ran up past her, up the ladder. Mm. I don't know how because one minute she were there the next she weren't. Yeah. Well, one minute she weren't there, the next thing she was. And she's grabbing all the fucking thingy. And then, who was it? Who, oh, who was it? Was it Natty? And, Carmella pushing, because there was four of them on the ladder. Mm. And I think that's when that, because, Nikki come down onto the ropes, which looked like it fucking hurt. Yeah. And Bailey dropped just behind her. I think Bailey at the ropes, I think we're on about a different spot. I don't know. 
I know there was a spot where fucking Bailey took the ladder to the hip and they kind of cut her a little bit. Um, it was just, there was a lot going on in the match. Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep track of it all. Um, but yeah, let's move on to the next match. We were both wrong on that one. Yep, we were both wrong. Both called Mandy, I called Ember. Neither of us got it right. What was the next match? So we haven't got the actual running order here, have we? No. Uh, Was it the US title match? No. No. We had the thing with Sami Zayn and Triple H backstage. (laughs) Triple H on the phone and... But fucking Braun Strowman getting ejected, he was like, I didn't fucking do it. So it was obvious who fucking did it. Yeah. But we'll get into that later. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know what you're talking about. Just yeah. go. Whatever, man. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who who went next. I want to say it was a Miz. But I don't think it was. Uh, um, yeah. Empty Mons. Yeah, it's, it's um. Try and go in order with this, because obviously there needs to be some sort of, because of what happens in the card itself, it needs to be quite linear. Um, Let me bring it up. It was either the US title. I think it might have been the US title, because the fucking referee... Or the referees. Oh, I think it was. I've I've got a funny story about the US title. Right, kick off Daniel Bryan Rowan. Yeah. You know, so women's money in the bank. No, it was a US championship. US championship. Yeah. Um, we both got that wrong as well. Yeah. We both called Samoa Joe. Yeah. Factoring in how would Dominic factor into the match? He didn't. He didn't. Fucking, he came round down after while Joe was giving Mysterio the beatdown after Joe won. Yeah. After some shit refereeing. The first fucking shit refereeing of the night. Oh, after Joe won. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I got up, gone into the kitchen, right, which would be from here to the other side of your door. Taylor's obviously on the sort of middle. Ray's music. Joe's music. So I ride out. Making myself a sandwich. Next thing you know. Ray! I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Gone in. Completely missed it. There's Ray sat there with a ref going, here you go mate, it's title. I'm like, what? Fuck being hungry. <laughs> How often do you say that? I know. It was, um. Couldn't believe it. Bastards! Yeah, shit refereeing seemed to be a running theme in this, um, <coughs> pay per view. Mm. And it seemed to start here. Joe's shoulder was clearly up. Yeah. Um. I. <sighs> A match that lasted two minutes is not really a lot you can say. No, apparently Ray's got a separated shoulder or a shoulder injury, so he's going to have to forfeit the belt anyway. But um, 
it looks like that. I can, yeah. The only big takeaway from it was obviously Joe's busted nose, the beat down after, and the shit refereeing, which... I don't know what to say about that. Joe got a shoulder up. I mean, you can forgive it once, but the fact that there's a load of fucking ref boxes later in the night as well. Yeah, it's... Where the ref was situated, you can see how he missed it. Yeah, but the ref didn't be situated there. Yeah, I know. But mistake happened. Yeah. Oh, you kiddies. Sorry, it's just that fucking I used to be a ref, so... But yeah, it's... I don't know because I missed the fucking match anyway. It, it's just... I've so once in a show, like with the whole fucking... The miscommunication in the Mania main event, Ronda's shoulder and stuff like that. Don't know what was going on there. I mean, apparently that was a planned finish, but Ronda was all like, oh, my shoulder up. Um, I don't fucking know. This, um, you know, it's, I don't know whether Joe's shoulder couldn't get his shoulder down in that and so they fed into it or not, but the attack was pretty planned after the match. Hmm. So I would assume that fucking it was supposed to happen. I hope the ref botch was part of the story for this match. Because it protects Joe. And Joe just lost the US title. Okay, he needs a bit of protection. He shouldn't need a bit of protection. Right. But it kind of, it works in his favour. If he fucking, if the ref botch was intentional in this match. That's pretty much all I can say about that match. It was um, short, it was pretty much like Mania, but the opposite result mm. um, beat down afterwards was fucking brutal mm. just the way Joe was staring at Dominic before delivering each move just those eyes fucking and then a urinagi and then just eyes urinagi eyes sent on it was fucking it looked fucking really hurt yeah it is just uh, I, when I walked back in it was Ray sat there getting under the tile and then it just cut to Joe's face mm. and it's like oh dear mm-hmm. someone's gonna get hurt yeah and then Ray did yeah you look like you got hurt a lot yeah <coughs> but yeah so uh, I think the cage might be the next one though. yep Shano, Mac, and The Miz. Which we both got wrong again. <coughs> yeah, because that was a fucking load of bollocks. Yeah, I, um... I don't know what they're doing with that. Shane shouldn't be winning these matches. One flute's fine, two flutes is fucking stupid. It's not... How many times has someone had hold of the other one's top and they've not slipped out of it mm. but on this occasion he just puts his arms up slides out see bye I win <coughs> have you seen Roy yet? no well Shane seems to turn his attention to uh, Roman Reigns because of the whole fucking thing about Roman's twatting bends um, yeah that's a natural progression mm. um, I don't think this whole Shane and Miz thing's over though I can sit because apparently Shane and Reigns are fighting at uh, Super Show yeah. 
I can see Miz getting involved in that. Reigns shouldn't need Miz's help against Shane. Um, if Miz brings his, if Shane brings his, um, muscle, then, you know, fair enough, maybe, Reigns might bring out Miz's backup, or Miz might make the running. Miz needs a win against Shane, though. Yeah. Because, I mean, the match was decent, with the exception of the referee, again. We're going back to the ref here, folks. Yeah. It was stated, anyway, well, it wasn't just stated, it was... Shane had grabbed the rope once before. Figure four. Yeah. yeah I was going to say this. And he's like, no, no, because it's cage match. And then he grabs the rope again. It's like, no, hang on. He's got his hand on the rope. No, it's all right. Don't worry about it. And it's like, fuck off, you prick. Two minutes before, you just called the same thing, but the other way around. It's like, no, oh, no, mate. And Corey Graves like, well, he's probably just thinking about his job. Does everyone else forget that the McMahons pay our wage? He's like, no, mate. It's called continuity, you fucking dickless wonder. No, sure. I will, I will give Graves credit in that situation because he did try to at least explain it away. But I feel, I can fucking feel Joe Face coming on. Yeah. It's just fucking. I, I was near on full on Hulk smash. Mm, it's just fucking. Boggles of fuck. Sorry. Sorry, it's... <coughs> PG, children. No, we're not, though. <laughs> I just don't want to be too loud because I live above a takeaway and I don't want people being scared of buying pizzas because of the shouty guy upstairs. But it's just... They should be scared of getting the shit. You water from there all the time. I know. <laughs> you know what you get when you fucking take away you all the time you get shit, but not all the downstairs either. Yep. Curry or Goose Free Pizzas. We're not in any way sponsored by Curry the Hut. No, he just lives above it. Yep. Well, yeah, the. the f- <sighs> yep. As someone who creates media and content on YouTube, I do a lot of stories. Um, put that down, you said you want to look after. Yes, at the toy. I can look at the box. Continue is a big thing for me. Where was the fucking continuity in this fucking referee? It. I reckon the fumes and his spray tans got to his head. Something fucking got to his head. Should be a fucking baseball bat, right? Uh, yeah. He doesn't call a rope break on a figure four, but he calls a rope break on a pin. Yep. It doesn't make any fucking sense, especially, I mean, if fucking. If it was the other way around and Miz got the ropes in the submission and the ref didn't call it and then he called the pin, the rope break for Shane, for Shane being pinned, fair enough, he can maybe buy into the fact that the fucking ref is in Shane's pocket. Or being strong armed somehow. But it was Shane on the receiving end both times. Shane was in the figure four, no rope break. Shane goes, gets pinned, rope break. What the fuck? What the actual fuck was that? Shit. Shit writing. Because that's what's happening now. Because Vince and his writers are scared. I mean, Shane's fucking... The bollocks ending. I mean, one fluke win, fine. The main one I was fine with, because I thought Miz would get his win back. 
He can pass that off as a fluke. No, Shane's got fucking another fluke win. He's going to be all, oh, I'm the best in the world. <laughs> Shane McMahon and all that shit. I'm doing the hand gestures that he fucking does. Um, he's going to keep going on with that fucking spiel. <sighs> I've never hated Roman Reigns. Yeah, I've never always been a fan of Roman Reigns. But I want him to fucking do fucking whatever it takes to fucking Shane. I'll be cheering so hard for fucking Roman Reigns when he faces Shane McMahon. What? <laughs> Are you looking at me like <laughs> that for? I'll just let you carry on rant. <sighs> but yeah. Shit, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Oh. Yeah, it the is. match had its good moments though. Yeah, there were good moments in the match. Shane played the pussy heel well, but the ref just didn't play ref well. No, basic refereeing. Did him get better off getting was his dad. But yeah, it's fucking. I just want to cry. <laughs> Ooh, fucking ref, you bastard! It, it, it is. You ruined it for me. I don't think he refereed again, did he? Oh, Actually, I think he refereed Becky versus Lacey, and then they brought in a different ref for the Charlotte match. Yeah. And then we never saw that fucking guy again. He probably had a fucking took out back like old yellow fucking bolt gun in the head and dumped <laughs> in the fucking river. What a full clipping. But yeah, that was absolute shocking sheriff. Like I said the matching of itself was okay, apart from those things. Shane's fluke win. The fucking rope breaking consistencies. It was fucking bollocks. It really dragged it down. Yep. Ah. Uh, what was next? Tony Nice and Davari. Yeah, the match I zoned out for. I was checking the raw results and only nice one. What I saw of it was okay. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It, like I say, Davari. I don't think he gave it his all. I will say this. What was the fucking point of Davari's entrance? I know. With the car, he drove it halfway through the curtain. It's like, oh, we might as well just shut the fucking curtain. I mean, at least Eddie brought it all the way onto the stage. JBL brought it all the way down to the stage. Alberto. Del Rio brought it all the way onto the stage. I think they try to make him into another fucking Alberto. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, he, he doesn't care about the title, he's in it for the money. It's mm. like, <laughs> talking shit, man. Yep. But then that's probably great again. It's like, no, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm gonna fucking. I, yeah. I know you don't like Corey Graves. No. There's a lot of things that I won't defend Graves on. The stuff he says about Alistair Black, for example. No, it's fucking, he don't know what he's talking about. He needs to shut up. No, but. Fuck him off he at least tried to fucking. deal with the referee <laughs> situation. Because I want to know what to fucking do. I mean. I mean, I've done it on my 2K games before when the ref's been fucking shit. And I basically fucking... I was like, your mum ref? Because I didn't know what to how to respond to it. It's like... Corey Graves, he defends fucking Shane over the slightest... Like thing. I said, I won't agree with everything Corey He might says. as well have just climbed in that fucking ring and sucked him off in the middle of it. No, but... What I'm, the point I'm getting to is Corey Graves uh, sometimes has a decent moment. I think the comment about Davari not caring about the championship and just caring about being rich, that was kind of a decent enough comment. 
Because Davari being champion would get paid more. Oh, was it Graves? No, who's, who's 205? Lock. Oh, yeah, they weren't commenting. Yeah, <laughs> so, sorry, yeah leave Corey alone, <laughs> bastard. Well, I still fucking hate the twat anyway. Whoever said that comment, though, yeah. it was a. Um, bastard! Whichever one it was. It was Aiden English, um, was it Tom Phillips? Yeah. Mike um, Tom, Tom Mike. <laughs> Tom Tom. Take a left. It was the one that I still like get really down. And, um, too tall. Um, Nigel McGuinness. Yeah. Might have been Nigel McGuinness to that, actually. But whoever said, whoever made that comment did make a good point. As a champion, you'll, you'll, storyline, I don't know if it's real life, but you'll get paid more. Hmm. Um, it's kind of like, and if you don't care about the title. Unless you go to AEW, you get paid the same. Sorry. That's what I'll get that in there. If he cares about the money and not the title, then he's going to be, um, all for fucking count outs and DQ finishes, taking fucking cheap finishes and that just to make sure he stays champion until he gets the money. It makes sense that way. That's all yeah. I'm saying. I, I don't think there are reference in the you get a bigger payout if you're the winner type thing. I think they're just, he's only in it to get some money. Yeah, but, but he'd get more money as champion. Well, yeah, but I don't think the ref, that they're referencing that <coughs> because AEW references that a lot. Cesaro's prime for 205 commentary. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was like Tony Nice pulling out all the stops. Davari, just looked like he went bomb. Mm. Tony Nice will get his all anyway. Maybe that was a bit of a story thing. They could be just whole playing into the whole fucking Davari just wants money. Don't care about anything else. I don't know. It's, no. It's, it, his spots were crap. There was nothing memorable about him except for parking halfway through a curtain. Do you know what else isn't memorable? No, squirrels. The word memorable for you. Yeah, because I keep forgetting about it. Memorable. 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 So yeah, I zoned out of that match. Um, It's one of the, it's probably the only first time Cruiserweight title been on the main show or one of the first time in ages. Second time it's been on. And I fucking, I, I was checking the raw results at that point and the title that Foley was fucking introducing, the fucking 24-7 title. The PG fucking attitude, well, no, is it? The PG fucking hardcore title. Because it's basically the same rule. Mm. And it, we've already had three fucking champions within a space of fucking ten minutes. For I want it in Greg's. No, someone fucking posted a thing earlier on one of the fucking figure trading, buying, selling posts, things on Facebook. Oh, I'd, I'd beat R-Truth in the title in Wigan, but lost it back. And then someone else put, oh, it's kind of fitting that the 24-7 title would be defended in Wigan. And I put back, I like, oh, I won it in Melton Mowbray, but I tapped out to a port pie. Just banter. Oh, yeah. Not in Melton Mowbray. Yeah, no. I think I did like, I woke up and there's a triple threat, R-Truth, the sausage, pink pork pie, and a block of cheese. Because sometimes I have, it, it was the swan, it traumatised me. And the wasp. Yeah, and fucking the nature makes me a twat. Anyway. <sighs> Becky and Lacey. Right, shall we pause there? Yeah, because I need a weed. And I need a coffee. Lots to talk about with this next bit. And I'm not weighing in his coffee. Yeah, please don't. We will be right back. I might dip my dick in and we are back, and women's title matches. Mm. 
Let's break this down into the component parts. Talk about each match individually. All three of them. So we'll start with Becky versus Lacey Evans for the Raw Women's title. We've both got this right. Yeah. So we have a point each. We've got a point for them as well, don't we? Yeah. For Tony Nice. So we are sat on one point <coughs> apiece. Two points now, actually, sorry. I'm just filling in the things because I got that irate by the referee. I forgot to. Yes, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Miz did not win. No. <laughs> Fucking ref. Yeah. Anyway, Fucking. anyway, we're past that. Bastard. We're past that. But yeah, Becky versus Lacey. Yes. That was a hell of a match, that one. It was. It was a good match. Lacey. I was quite surprised yeah. at how good Lacey was. There was that moment where she looked, she struggled with that cutter in the corner. But other mm. than that, she did well. Yeah. And Becky showed a lot of fire and... She's still the man. Um, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Not with Becky, because you expect that kind of quality from Becky, but with Lacey, she, it, like Dana, she held her own. Mm. She belonged in there in that moment. Um, you, you can see why they gave her the push. Yeah. Because she's fucking talented. Yeah. And <coughs> they, we've just not really been given a chance to see it much. She no. had a squash match. She talked trash a couple of times, and before that, she was just fucking walking out and then walking back to the back. Um, I think I saw one of her NXT matches, and she looked good in that. I've seen. I think she lost to Kyrie. I've but, seen one, and I think she won it. I don't think it lasted long. I can't even remember what she went up against. It was probably like a five minute match, mm. like the old Divas matches used to be. It was in, out, gone. Yeah, I think I, st- I think I saw her lose to Kyra Sam on NXT. She looked decent in that. Um, in the Rumble, she looked okay. She had a couple of spots where she messed up the chip up and stuff. But, yeah, she, she's got something there. And she showed it last night. And we, um, <coughs> yeah, I wouldn't be against seeing Lacey get a rematch. I don't think... I don't want to see her win the title yet. No. I, I really, honestly, don't want Becky to lose that women, the Raw Women's title for a long time. They've built her up so well towards it that she needs to hang on to it for a good while. But yeah, Lacey Evans did really well in that match. Yeah, it's... I know she's a Von Eric. You know, granddad's fucking Texas Tornado. A dad. Is it a dad? Yeah. I thought it was a granddad. Oh, yeah. Fucking Texas Tornado ain't that old. Well, he wasn't that old. I'm sure. Bear in mind, Lacey you. Evans is a mother herself. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Aren't you? Yeah. But yeah, fucking. I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, you expect it from a Von Eric. Well, yeah. But. She's only 29. We hadn't really had a, been given a chance to see it properly. No. And, um, yeah, I think she did really well. She's a former Marine as well. Mm. That book wowses in the trousers. It's like the whole fucking sassy Southern Belle thing. She fucking gets that, like, military woman kind of thing. Like Peggy Carter sort of thing she's going for with that. <coughs> yeah. 
Um, I'm not a fan of it. I don't mind it, but then, fucking, I'm a fan of that kind of era sort of things. With, like, the whole noir detective stuff. I mean, I know she's a detective, but she's kind of like... She, she looks like she'd fit into an L.A. noir game, or, you know, Roy Moss would probably rank off to her well, yeah. and stuff. Um, but, yeah, um, I think she did really well in that match. What are you looking at? Well, it's got... In Wikipedia, it's like her dad entertained thoughts of becoming a wrestler but ne- never acted on it. So, Cherry, Texas Tornado can't have been it. I'm sure all the Von Erics were wrestlers though. Oh yeah. But it don't even mention who her dad was. Hmm. Because her real name is Macy Evans. No. Macy Estrella Cadlet. I know Von Eric wasn't their real name, it was uh, their ring name. I think their real name was Atkinson or something like that. Hmm. But yeah. Uh, so <coughs> yeah, that's a Hmm. Oh, this Uh, Lacey Addison. Lacey Von Eric. TNA No. Have we got the wrong Lacey all this time? Looks like it. Because apparently his daughter is TNA Knockout Tag Champion. What now? Oh, former, sorry. She retired in 2010. Um, she has wrestled well she has been in WWE because you're a valet for Ryan O'Reilly along with Maurice um, made her in ring debut in the loss against Natty she managed Victoria in a match against Nicole Bella yeah made an appearance at the WrestleMania 25, where the Bonnet's on the Hall of Fame. So we've got the wrong fucking Lacey all this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, So Just to clarify, Lacey Evans He's and Lacey Von Eric are completely different people. <laughs> and there's about three years between them as well. Yes. <clears throat> so, well. I feel like a twat. So do I. <laughs> I swear I heard someone say... That um, she was a Von Eric. Yeah. It, it would have been on like fucking Wrestle Talk or something. But, well, that's threw that out the fucking window. So. In only 2009, she was diagnosed with meningitis. But if I recover it. That's right. That's, um, Von Eric. Yeah. Not, not fucking Evans. Evans. Jesus Christ. 
Well, that's gone and fucked everything up, hasn't it? Because <coughs> Lacey Evans is not Lacey Von Eric. No. She... She's Macy Evans. Yes, which <laughs> um, makes it more impressive, because... She doesn't come from a wrestling match. No. No. Former Marine. Yeah. And a mum. Your mum. Your mum. Oh, fucking <laughs> hell. I feel like a right idiot now. <laughs> Oh, that fucking, fucking hell. that ref and nature, it's just, yeah. But even then, I was saying this last week, Von Eric, I yeah. believed it this fucking, it's still real I to me, damn it. I swear to God, yeah. it was on fucking Wrestle Talk or something. <sighs> and they were like, oh yeah, she's a Von Eric. Mm. Lying bastards. Yeah. Making us look like nobs. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, but yeah, I I I was happy with her as well. Yeah, I think she did well. Mm. Um, one mind seeing a rematch, seeing her in the title picture for a bit longer. I um, think we will. So I think we will. Mm. I don't think that push is over yet. No, <clears throat> and I don't mind that. I don't want to see Becky lose the belt, but as long as Lace is in that ballpark, yeah. then yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, let's move on to the SmackDown Women's title. Match yeah, that we both got wrong because we both called Becky, and it's like Becky's rolled out the ring, she's got both belts on her, ready to walk up the ramp, and all of a sudden Charlotte just appears out of nowhere like a fucking fart in an elevator. Unwanted. Everything about Charlotte and gave like, me Joe face, and it was just like, come on then, that fucking smirk she had. You're here now. Might as well do it. You see Becky just like, I really don't want to. Mm. But it would be like the heel thing if she just went, fuck off. I'll wait till the fucking hits when we're supposed to be here. Yeah. And you see it just playing on the mind, she's like, alright, and, uh, and beat the crap out of each other. It was a decent match. Oh, is this when Petlo? Yeah. You know, um, and I know Charlotte rag played on the fucking, fucking heel role to perfection. I know I was rag on Charlotte being a flare and had everything fucking handed to her because of her last name, which she has anyway. But she can mess it. She's accomplished, yeah. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> she was... On that night, she was probably the best heel in the business because I don't think anybody... Wanted her to win. Oh, no. I don't think. Well, that's like I said, everything about her at that pay per view gave me Joe face. And just that smirk and the fucking swagger and everything about hated everything about her from the second her music hit. It's like the fucking. Lacey had ran back down, punched Becky. And then's right. Yeah, and then she's fucking pinned off. Becky sat in the corner and she's just like, are you going to cry? Or so the title. Yeah. And it's like, just get up and beat the fuck out of her. Instead, Becky went for Lacey. Yeah. Which, I want to go back to the Lacey <coughs> Evans match quickly. Another ref fuck up. Fucking Lacey's got Becky rolled up and the ref's like, uh, 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 uh. Didn't fucking count the fall or anything. He was like really fucking scrambling to get in a position. By that point, fucking yeah, I think Corey Graves was like that one, would have been two. a four count. Yeah, um, <clears throat> which I can see Corey Graves' point on that one. It's yeah, like, 
think that was the same referee from the other matches. Well, fucking, you should stop hiring from divs or us. I think like, that maybe plays into the... I wonder if we'll get any competent ref storyline out of it. I don't know. Probably not. Um, but it did look like it was like, <laughs> look, you fucked up three times tonight. Get your act together. And I think the ref fucking, he just like, he shit the bed. Again. Pulled and someone it, out of the crowd and did a better job. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, another ref fuck up in that match. Um, which could give Lacey grounds to fucking want a rematch. Oh, yeah. Um, well, back to the whole fucking, yeah. After Charlotte beat Becky for the women's title, uh, Becky goes after Lacey, but then fucking Charlotte and Lacey double-team Becky. And then who comes out? I fucking knew it was going to happen. I fucking, I hope. I mean, I knew the results beforehand, but I was sat there, I was like fucking just waiting for it to fucking like, happen. I, I completely just stayed away from anything WWE-related, apart from one, where it comes to the men's fucking... Ladder match. Mm-hmm. Only spoiler. And fucking when they're beating the crap out of Becky, and they've got her in the corner, and all of a sudden, it's doo, 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 and Bailey's music hits. I'm just like, yes. Look enough, Holly was still awake. <laughs> and fucking, she comes legging it down. The old crowd's going mad. Fucking this out of the other and start beating the shit out of each other and whatever. It was just like, I'm so glad Bailey's here. Mm-hmm. It's fucking, yeah. But, to stick the title on Charlotte for five minutes, just to give her nine fucking title reigns, <sighs> it's almost as bad as taking it off of Oscar just so she could be in the fucking WrestleMania main event with the title. I'm going to slightly disagree there. <coughs> um, you haven't even done my point yet. It's not mine. Wrong. <laughs> I think... Yeah, we, we knew the whole fucking Becky 2 belts thing wasn't going to last. I wanted to see it last longer. I think it could have gone longer. It would have gone longer. Because they'd only just started it. Mm. And just to end it, like that. But, what this does, is it takes some of the pressure off Becky. Because she doesn't have to be on Raw and Smackdown all the time. She can just focus on Raw now. Um, Becky isn't, I don't think Becky loses any momentum. But, think about what it's done for Bailey. Think about what it does for Bailey beating Charlotte for the title over beating Becky. If she cashed in on Becky, she'd have been hated. But she cashed in on Charlotte. And yes, Charlotte got that ninth reign for five minutes, but that led to Bailey becoming fucking. She fucking skyrocketed. But I, I don't think Bailey would have cashed in on Becky at any point. No, but I'm just saying, in the, on that night, that story was played out beautifully. <clears throat> Becky beats Lacey. There's a dodgy refereeing again, so Lacey's got grounds for a rematch. Charlotte comes out, fucking the, everyone fucking hates Charlotte. I think even fucking her dad hates her. Charlotte's reflection <laughs> hates Charlotte. And Charlotte hates Charlotte. Yeah. 
Um, even Andrade hates Charlotte. Yeah. Um, and then she wins fucking Lacey interferes. They've had a beat down the fucking Charlotte's champion. And she's all like, oh, you're going to cry. Bailey comes out. Bailey, who needed some major rehabilitation. The way she threw in that fucking turn. Mm. Oh, yeah. Bastard. Not sparkled. Well, it's not a stuff. <laughs> fucking Bailey wasn't even going out there to cash in. Well, no. She took the case with her. Yeah, fair enough. But she hadn't made up her but mind at that point. Everyone was like, do it! Do you it! You hear the crowd before when Becky were getting beat down. You yeah. hear them chanting for Bailey. Bailey. Bailey fucking, since she won the Royal Women's title, she was like fucking floundering. Because there was a whole thing with Alexa Bliss where she couldn't bring herself to use the kendo stick and it cost her. Mm. And then there was a whole fucking weird ass fucking rivalry with Sasha Banks. And then, you know, the women's tag team titles, where were they tonight? <laughs> or Sunday night even. And, you know, Bailey's career hasn't exactly been great and there needed to be some work to build her up to the top. And that's why I didn't want her to win the case because I thought she's going to go on a losing streak before she wins, but they played it perfectly because that was all it took. She's got back all that momentum that she fucking lost because she beat Charlotte. Yeah. She's like the newest. I mean, you saw the way the crowd reacted to her, obviously. There was part of me that thought, wanted <laughs> her to do that, the whole hold the belts up with Becky thing, but I kind of felt like that wasn't necessary because it was Bailey's moment. And that would have been, that was a fucking show closing moment. That yeah, could have gone on last. Fucking. When you'd got Charlotte and Lacey beat the crap out of Becky in the corner. I'm sat here and I'm like, Bailey's coming out in a minute. <clears throat> Bailey's coming out in a minute. Mm. And all of a sudden the fucking music's hit, fucking come pegging it down <laughs> to the ring. I'm like, <coughs> come on! Start beating the crap out of each other. And I'm just like, come on! And then chucks into the fucking ring post, sparkled her out, and she's just sat there going, do her, do her, do her, do her, do her. She turns around, she looks at the ref, she's like, Fuck it, I'm doing it. She played it really well. She was like looking at it, looking at the crowd, looking at the case, looking at the crowd. That one moment had me on my feet. Mm. And I was like, come on, fuck it. Ooh. And she's like, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm like, fucking mad. And then the bell rang. She's pulled Charlotte out, pinned her, and that was it. I was in. The last time I did that, Kofi Kingston. Yeah. <laughs> I would say I am not sad about it. She, no, she Bailey she deserved it. After everything she's been through on the main roster. <laughs> Especially that twatty parent ex no fucking best friend of hers. Yeah. I um <laughs> Yeah, SmackDown's got its man now. In Bailey. I'm not gonna say she's at Becky Lynch's level. Well, she ain't fucking far off. Because they played that right. If she'd be and cashed in on anybody else, it wouldn't have had the same impact. But because she cashed in on the most hated woman, probably in wrestling, active wrestler, because I'm not going to count Moolah or anything, anyone like that, but the most hated fucking woman in the WWE locker room, kayfabe-wise, 
She's fucking, it's like instant fit. Yeah. The only downside is you know who Bailey's first challenge is going to be. Yeah, Charlotte. But Bailey's at that point where, yeah, again, it takes some pressure off Becky. And Bailey's got a fucking fuck ton of momentum now. Oh. And she's got the crowd behind her. I don't know if it's just me, but like, it seemed to me like the crowd were louder for Bailey than they were for Becky. I mean, the first match, you could hear like Lacey was, you could see Lacey was getting, not Von Eric was getting all riled up because the crowd were like, whoa! And Lacey's just like looking around like, I fucking love that bit, the way they'll just sing her entrance music when her entrance music isn't playing. Oh, yeah. And fucking, well, yeah, the fucking crowd loved Bailey. And they they need to do it right. They've got her back at that position where she should have been all along. They just need to make sure she stays there. Whether they will or not is another thing. Yeah. But it's not SmackDown. SmackDown's a better book show than Raw. Well, well, yeah. So, but we're going to have to see how this plays out. Yeah. Because they could just end up losing in the shuffle again, even though she's a SmackDown champion. Hmm. We shall see. Yeah. Could get a couple of weeks and be back on fucking Charlotte for a tenth time. Or on main event. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather see main event as the women's champion than Charlotte. No. That's just another, I guess that's another ticking Charlotte box as to how good she is. That she's like fucking one of the most hated women in wrestling because she's meant to be. Like the, like the Iconics. Her dad was one of the hated fucking blokes in wrestling. Mm. He played that so well. Yeah. She's basically the female version of her dad. Yeah. Well, she is a flare. And it's like, she's not been there long. She's nine-time fucking champion. Mm. She's lot, she's sort of like the female Cena. Yeah. Everything's handed to her. <sighs> but she's purposely a heel. And she's not as marketable. No. Probably because she's purposely here. Yeah. But then, oh, one center. Everyone just fucking hates him, apparently, as a face. <coughs> but yeah. <coughs> anyway, Roman versus Elias. Yeah, we both called Roman for this, didn't we? Yeah. Um, that was a shit fucking 30 seconds. I didn't mind it. Really? No. Cause... I want to see Elias wrestle. Yeah. That's why I said I didn't mind it as opposed to I liked it. I want to see Elias fucking have a proper match, a competitive match. I want to see him fucking in the ring for more than a few seconds. Do you know what I do want to see Elias do? Actually do an official paper for your theme song. Why have they not gotten to do that yet? Because he can't actually sing. He does a decent, he does a good enough job. More karaoke. Yeah, but. No, I think they could do a good storyline without where he campaigns to do that fucking War Rumble theme or something like that. And each week he'll just come out and pitch a different Rumble song. It's like, you see him tap Roman backstage, hit yep. him with a fucking guitar, puts up. Yep. And he comes out, does his song, how fucking Connecticut shit. Yep. And then goes to fuck off, gets up the ramp. Next thing you know, Roman's music comes on, runs out, punched him. 
fucking Superman punches him and he's fucking rolling halfway down the bastard ramp. It's like, it ain't that fucking hard. Gets in, calls it, spares him, pins him. Absolutely no bollocks. Yeah, but that, I will say... That, how much has that taken away from the lives? I don't know. Because I will say this. That is one of the best spears I've seen in a fucking long time. That was like... <coughs> the two people that do the spear <coughs> best, in my opinion, are Rhino and Goldberg. Very gay. Okay, Rhino's is called the gut. No. <laughs> Edge. No! Yes. Edge didn't have the body for the spear. Doesn't matter. He used the spear yeah. and it was better. I disagree. Then rhinos. I'm, Gore. No. Yes. No, it wasn't. Yes. No, yes. it really fucking Listen, wasn't. It is now because rhino just likes playing with boats. So? There. End of fucking argument. So? But no. It, it's taken all this away from Elias being squashed by Roman. It's like now they're going to start pushing Roman on Smackdown. Because he didn't really get over on Raw until he beat Cancer. <clears throat> and now he's on Smackdown We squash your lives. What the fuck story was that in the first place? Load of bollocks. Made no sense. Everyone squashes a lie, so that's a problem. But it shouldn't. No, I'm not saying they should, but... They need to utilise him better. Because he's better than that. Look at him on XT. He ran through every fucker. Mm-hmm. And that now... last name. Huh? That last name. Well, yeah. And now... It's just like, yeah, we'll just sit him in the middle of the ring. Get interrupted every time. And get beat up. The size of the bastard. No. I thought shit. Well, I really like the spear. And if it was a shit spear, if it was an edge spear, then... <laughs> I will throw something at you in a minute. Don't fucking know. I will. I'm moving all the stuff that I don't want you to throw at me. I don't care. I'll say they. What are you ooing for? You're threatening to lob shit at me. Me. Later on when I'm... Maybe Calvin. Yeah. Hi. Not Cal. Um. But yeah, I don't No, I... That, that spear looked fucking devastating. Because... Most of the time with a spear, they'll like fucking go in and then they'll just fucking come straight out. Reigns looked like he was, he looked like he tore through Elias with that spear. So I'll give it a point for the fact that that was a bastard fucking spear. Which would have been enough to fucking stun somebody for three. After being Superman punched and rolled down the ramp. If it was a shit spear, or if it was another Superman punch, fine. But that spear looked fucking devastating, so I'll give it a pass for that. Although, I agree with everything you said, Elias should be booked better. Not this but his shtick seems to be, he can have the crowd <clears throat> in the palm of his hand without being a wrestler. So, 
Well, yeah, because he is an entertainer. Yeah, so I don't know whether he will. But yeah, fucking. They need to. Yeah, they need to. I was having a conversation with Alan at work today, and it was like, he really should be in the title picture. That's how much he needs pushing. He should be in the title picture. I'd say a mid-card, but no. I haven't seen much of him wrestle, so... No, that guy move. Well, he does old school, doesn't he? Yeah. And it's like... He he should be worth more than what he is now. <clears throat> Hell of a lot more. No Intercontinental... Well, Gearman Intercontinental or US Championship reign, whatever. But at some point, he needs to be up there WWE Championship, Universal Championship. One of the two. Oh. I'd need to go back and watch some more of his matches before I could agree with that assessment, but I do agree with he needs to be. Watch his NXT stuff when it was Elias Samson. The Drifter. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Seth Rollins. AJ Styles. What a fucking match. I was surprised that was on before Kobe and Kevin Owens. What a fucking match. But that, that was shit off. That's pretty much all I'm going to say. It was, it was fucking majestic. It was phenomenal. It was beslayeral. It was fucking burnt down. It was the tits. Yeah. I had actually no hope for it. It's like people have said... Um, because it's two faces. Mm, but it's like Brian Zane said, uh, and he made the same analogy we did. On paper, a lot of AJ's dream matches, they are fucking on paper dream matches, but they don't really live up to it. I think we had this discussion last week, why don't they live up to it? <coughs> and we were basically came to the conclusion that he's told not to. It's a fucking decision. <coughs> but tonight... It fucking, it was a dream match. It was just fucking, oh my, I can't say enough good things about it. It's what Nakamura should have been. Mm. It's what Joe should have been. Yeah. But for it to go with Rollins, and it turned out to be probably the best match of the night. Yeah, I'd say that. And they both put it all in, and there were so many near counts as well. Some of the reversals, though. Fucking. When he's gone to fucking curb stomp. Yeah, into the Stars Clash. Yeah. Fucking hell. What the fuck? I've never seen that before. And even Seth were fucking just like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. It's like. This match, for me, had me. Almost. It was as close to that Taker Michaels 25, Mania 25 state. It was as close to that as I think I'll ever get. In that I knew the result going in, but there were still moments where I marked the fuck out. And I was like, no way. Fucking joking me. When fucking AJ counters the knee into that fucking fireman's carry net breaker. Yeah. It, it was fucking... Amazing. It it shows as well how a veteran can work with a relatively new, mm. you know, and 
yeah, there's a couple inch size difference, but they're both quick. Yeah, and Seth's the bigger guy aerial, in that one. Yeah, and it's like they're both <coughs> quick. They both got the aerial capabilities. They're basically a carbon copy of each other, mm. which is scary. Or fucking Seth doing the mm-hmm. inverted superplex and the inverted um, falcon arrow. Mm-hmm. That was an all your bugger moment mm. off the top rope. Yeah. Ooh. But yeah. I, mm. It was fucking Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Mania 25 will always be my favourite match. I still stand by that it's probably the best WrestleMania match and one of the best matches I've ever seen, personal bias aside. Three matches I can think of that get me in that fucking mode, that, that take me as a viewer to that extra level. Taker Michaels was one of them. War Raiders versus Black and Ricochet from TakeOver and this match. And I was sat here all calmly happy just watching the fucking... So no Undertaker Mankind Hell in a Cell. No, because I'm used to that. Because that, personally, is the greatest match ever. I'm going to disagree with you. It's... As a series of moments... I wish my lungs were bigger so I could carry on that. As a series of moments and spots, and for the pure barbarity of it, is that the right word? Or barbarianness? I don't fucking know. The brutality of it? Yeah, it's up there. But as a wrestling match... Bear in mind you've got the fucking Undertaker and Mankind. Mankind gets lobbed off the fucking cell. He gets lobbed through the cell accidentally. Twice. No, he went through once. He went off and he went through. Yeah, he went off. Yeah. He went through. Yeah. And I'm sure he climbed back up and went no. through again. He went off, got stretched off, then climbed up. So it started on top of the cell. Taker, during that match, had a broken ankle. Yeah? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fucking broken ankle during that match. Son bitch. People always rag on Undertaker's match with Psycho Sid at WrestleMania 13. He was in a car accident the day before. Yeah. So, you know, don't be too hard on that. Um, <coughs> who the fuck gets in a car crash and then goes to WrestleMania? The Undertaker, that's it. Like, yeah, hang on, I've just got a match to go to. I'll yeah. get checked out after all. Yeah. It's alright, I'm already dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow. But, yeah, that was a spot fest, and it was it was typical of the Attitude Era, but also way typical because it just took it to a whole other level. Mm. It wasn't really much of a match, though. It was more of a fucking car crash, in a good way. It was a great fucking fight and a brawl, but... And it is still one of my favourite Undertaker moments, but every time you get a Hell in a Cell match, or every time you get a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, you're reminded of that moment. You see that moment in the packages and the promos and WWE.com fucking show it every year. And I've seen enough of it. It's been Shane tried to replicate it. Mm. 
it was like, we don't need to see you do it. No. Because we know you do high spots. But we don't need to see you try and be mankind. But stuff like Black and Ricochet against the War Raiders, yeah. we'll never see that no. again. Mm-hmm. Taker Michaels became close at 26, but are Gargano. you going to say you prefer 26? No, I'm going to say Gargano and Champa. first time round. Fucking fantastic. I didn't actually see that much. You'd need to watch it. Okay, well, I've got my top three. Believe it. And that's only because I've seen those matches. I mean, if we were going to go for fucking... <laughs> Stuff like that, and, and include brutal shit like Hell in a Cell, I'd go take a Mercy, take a Lesnar from No Mercy 02. Even though Undertaker hit the last ride on Lesnar and the rope break fucking ended that as well. Broke up that pin. I didn't think rope breaks applied in Hell in a Cell either. Okay. Yeah, but well, apparently it did then. Um, but fucking the way Lesnar twatted Taker with the corner of the stairs and you can see the fucking hole in Taker's head, it's fucking brutal. But in terms of like wrestling classics, you've got Taker Michaels from 25, followed closely by Taker Michaels at 26, but I was more, that was more predictable, even though I fucking knew the result at 25, but I still didn't believe the result at 25, 15 months later, after 26, yet I perfectly believed the result at 26. And then you've got Black and Ricochet against the War Raiders and AJ and Seth. And if, if, if you want to go technical-wise, check out Ricochet versus Will Ospreay. Anyone. Any match they've had. Because they are absolutely mentally ill. 30 minutes of pure fucking awesomeness. <clears throat> I mean, you could also factor in any fucking Kurt Angle match or Benoit match or anything like that in terms of technical prowess any Angle or Angle versus Benoit matches or anything like that but those three matches made me mark out and most of the time I'll sit here and just watch it and I'll be like yeah any other one that's made me mark out Elimination Chamber just the Santino one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I knew Randy Orton was winning. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan was champion going He lost to Sheamus at WrestleMania. The last two was Randy Orton. The last two was Santino and Daniel Bryan. You sure? Yes. Oh, uh, but yeah, even though it was like everyone was fucking shouting for Santino as well. I knew Santino weren't going to win. But you just sat there going, Go on, you bastard! I mean, I've marked out for moments. Like the Bailey thing. That money in the bank. Kofi at the Elimination Chamber. Kofi at WrestleMania. Yeah. But none of them <clears throat> had me hooked in the way that those three matches did. And um, yeah, Seth and fucking AJ, and it's again, it's a case of those three matches that I'd seen, and they've never wrestled each other either. And not that's in WWE. how well, well, yeah, well, going to WWE, 
Ever. Yeah, they said the first time in WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But another thing that puts those matches in ahead of any others, I had I watched Elimination Chamber a lot. I didn't what know the results before. I didn't know the results of Mania before. I knew the results of these three matches going in and still marked the fuck out. And that's what makes those kinds of matches special. That you can... <coughs> That a guy who knows what's going to happen or knows how it ends can still sit there and think and be like, that they fucking lied to yeah, me. Yeah, you fucking lying bastard. The entire internet is yeah. fucking lying the to me. The world has lied to me. For 15 months, you <laughs> told me Undertaker won at 25. Oh, he did. And there he is. He's fucking losing. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, maybe they were right. Yeah, but, but yeah. yeah. Very few matches have that effect on me. And Seth and AJ did. Not as much as fucking War Raiders, Black and Ricochet, or Taker Michaels, but it was up there. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, Seth retained. Yeah. Yeah, we should probably put that in. Um, we both called it. I wouldn't have been, well, I'd have rather, I'd have rather Seth won. I wouldn't have been pissed if AJ won. I'd have been more pissed that Seth reign didn't last as long. He, you could see when he come back into the ring, mm. and he was holding his hand out, and he was just like, "Do you realise how hard this yeah, is for me?" He's out there. He's like, "AJ's gone in. He's won the fucking SmackDown Championship. Kept it for ages. Lost it. Gone over to fucking Raw, thinking that he'd probably do the same. Mm. And fucking Seth's put him through the ring. It was like." Wowzers in said trousers. Yowie wowie. Yeah. <coughs> I've not seen <coughs> this week, so I don't know if there's one on the fucking Raw or not. I think there's a small one. <coughs> but I think it's only a little what, a short one because fucking last week's. Oh, you fighter. But yeah, anyway. I don't think, yeah, I think Bray's been given like a week off because JoJo's just given birth. Yeah. So, um. Baby! Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't remember the kid's name. Disco Dave. Baby. That was Travis Taylor. That's the one. Yeah. Caught Travis. Baby. And they gave it a weird name, didn't they? Something Six Rotunda. Not for. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I think the six came from like a band. Not X Pac's WCW name. Six Pack. No. Um. What the fuck? Um. Oh, no. But anyway. It's like. After. You got Luke Trash Party coming out. And Lars Sullivan. Yeah. Was that all? Oh, this is supposed to be a six man tag match. Well, no, because it was never fucking put down as a six-pound match anyway. Who were they supposed to be fighting? I, um, I don't know. And then Sullivan just comes out and fucking slaps the fuck out of them. At least they kept nothing and split his head on. Oh. Bit of colour. <coughs> Empty noise again. 
Yeah, it doesn't say what it is called. Baby! Is it a 31? Why is it not his kid? <laughs> I was going to say, because <laughs> that fucking baby's old, isn't it? Baby's <laughs> old. Baby's old, then it's mama. Adult. Adult baby. Um, what was he saying? Lars Sullivan. Yeah. I just find it, and again, Brian Zane brought this up. All the fucking shit that Sullivan's been in lately. Some all these racist tweets that are coming up and shit. And they're booking to destroy three Mexicans. But Titus O'Neill's been like, thank you, mate. So you've made an effort. You've apologised to the entire fucking locker room. Yeah, I'm, I'm staying well out of that bit. I just think the booking is a bit... Racist? Yes. <laughs> Guy makes racist <coughs> comments and all these homophobic slurs and all that shit. Yes, in his past. Yeah. We all make mistakes. You made some right at the start. Um, Meh. But... Yeah, it's like... Come out, three or three Mexicans. Yeah. It, it's just so fucking backwards thinking. I mean, I get it. Lucha has part of your job, but... Apparently they took a more serious stance on Raw, which, you know, is fine. But you can't treat everything like a party, but it's like, there are other jobbers, Caucasian jobbers. Ugh. Nice. And Kalisto's fucking wasted. Oh, fucking, and Grand Metallic. Mm. He's fucking All three of them are. But yeah. Man, drop the fucking pinatas and do something proper with them. <laughs> it's not, it's not, Commentary is like, does anyone know what the pinatas are called? <laughs> and one's like, hey. <laughs> I think Rodriguez is one of them. <laughs> it's just like, come out, it's like, such a fucking non Mexican yeah. name. Dave. Dave. <coughs> <coughs> fucking hell. Uh, anyway, Kofin and Kevin. Kofin. 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 Yeah. Um, Even I said Kofi and Kevin. Another thing that. Brian Zane mentioned on his review, crowd seemed awfully quiet for Kofi. I'm going to put that down to, in, in the entrance. I don't think so. I didn't, I didn't notice they weren't as loud as they were for other people, but I'm going to put that down to audience fatigue. Probably. I've been there fucking ages and that's Saving the throats because they've just been screaming like fucking Bailey and fucking Seth Rollins. Yeah. <coughs> um, yeah, it's um, it was a good match, and Kofi showed a more serious side, mm. and I appreciate that he wore his traditional colours. Yeah, the green, yellow, and black, and red. I think that's it's to show that he wasn't relying on the new day. Yeah, because even fucking Xavier was was like, I respect your wishes and stay back. And Xavier was still wearing the new day blue, and Kofi was out there in his green and yellow, his old school colours. His old school Jamaican colours, but he's from Ghana. Yeah. Aren't you Jamaican? Where's your accent? <laughs> that means stitches. But, it's yeah. a Triple H burial moment, which is yeah. so fucking funny. Even Cody Rhodes in the background just smirking. Uh, it was a good match. Um, it had a tough fucking act to follow. Oh, yeah. Because it had to follow Lars Sullivan and Lucha <coughs> House Party. Because mm. that was so fucking hard <laughs> to follow that one. No, it had to follow, obviously, Styles and Rollins, and 
This one didn't have the same effect on me as Styles and Rollins did, but it was still a really good match. Owens was fucking brutal. He was fucking yeah. physical. Kofi showed fire and fucking intensity that you don't re- really see from a fucking member of the New Day that much. Um, but he showed it in a believable way. I was more invested in this match than it was the AJ and Seth. Because mm. I thought the AJ and Seth was just going to be another match. Yeah, I was curious about this. and I wasn't really bothered about Seth and AJ's storyline. No. So I never really followed it. But with the Kofi and the Kevin Owen, I followed that one. Mm. And it was like, I knew it wasn't going to be anything really special. Excuse me. And some of the bits in it was just like, a little bit lackluster. But all in all, it was a good match. Yeah. Um, it's straight because it had the benefit of a better storyline mm. going in. But the match itself wasn't as good as AJ and Rollins. Factoring fucking Rollins and AJ are both world champions. Former world champions, present world champions. Uh, we've seen that before. And Kofi still in the midst of his first world title run against a former Universal champion. And it still didn't live up to Styles and Rollins. Well, no. But that's not to take anything away from this. At their absolute best, no one can live up to Styles and Rollins. Or very few. No one in WWE on today's roster can live up to Styles and Rollins. On either Raw or SmackDown. Alice Black? He wasn't on the card. I know, but... He could, yeah. No, because I will say Alistair Black. I will fuck <laughs> you say that guy's dick all night long. <laughs> Alistair Black is God. There is a God. It's Alistair Black. Yeah. But yeah, it's... Um, I didn't really have much hope match-wise because it's Kevin Owens. I know he can pull it out when he fucking needs to. It wasn't special. Kofi did a hell of a lot fucking more. Mm. And he was more believable. And it was like, you got the bits where Kevin Owens just, uh, I'm a meathead monster. And I did like um, when he did that sent on on fucking Kofi. And he goes for the cover. Mm. And it, it gets a one count. And it's Kevin Owens like, that was three. <laughs> no, it was one, it was three. <laughs> that fucking made me laugh. Um, uh, yeah, it's. I think the problem with uh, the problem with that match was it it had to follow fucking Owens and no uh, AJ and Rollins. Like I say, when AJ and Rollins are at their best, there's very few. Like I said, I was surprised that that was on after mm. the Universal Title match, and that's two pay per views in a row now. And it's not often the Universal title match doesn't go on. About three, won't it? They have... No, hang on. WrestleMania is obviously fucking... That went on first. Yeah. Then, Fast lane, there wasn't a Universal title match. No, there not. I don't think there was. You had Owens versus Brian at Fastlane. Yeah. 
Um, Elimination Chamber, Brian and Kofi Club, that Chamber match closed out the show. Um, no, I don't think it was. I think the last time the WWE title went before the Universal title was the Royal Rumble. <coughs> yeah. But I don't know if there was a Universal title <coughs> match in past life. Which there should have been if fucking Seth's like, I will be here every week defending Bella. When he won the at WrestleMania. Fast name was before WrestleMania. I don't know about when he won it from WrestleMania. You've lost me now. Oh, I've lost me fucking What about Fastlane? There's no universe of talk much at Fastlane. Oh, there would have been if Rollins defended no, it. I was on about. I hadn't won it by that point. WrestleMania. Yeah. To now. Yeah. Well, what's the one in between? No. Oh. No, this is the first pay-per-view since Mania. Oh, I don't fucking know anymore. We haven't had a backlash this year. No. No. That, that'll be the wrong. money in the bank's usually in about June, July. Yeah. That's probably where the confusion's coming in. Yeah. And you're 40, nearly 41. So. Fuck off, it's only next week. Yeah, we're going to see now, mate. Already, oh, yeah. But yeah. It was alright. But yeah, we both caught Kofi on yeah. that match. It was a decent match. It was. Not I enjoyed much. it. It wasn't at the level of AJ and Seth, but. Nothing on this card was gonna be. No. I mean, on, you, you say on paper an AJ match is a dream match, and usually it doesn't live up to it. But there wasn't anything on this card to say, look guys, just hold back a little bit. So, you know, AJ was allowed to fuck him, and Seth were allowed to go out there and leave it all in the ring, and they did. And, as a result, you know, Kofi and Owens told a good story. Kofi won it clean on his own. So, I think that kind of moves Owens out the title picture for now. But we'll get to that. Mm. Because the final match of the evening... was the men's money in the bank match. We both called Drew McIntyre. Yeah, how wrong were we? We were so <laughs> fucking wrong. Because they went and fucked us over. I don't even know where to begin with Oh, I'm so angry. I could crush a grape. I could even rip it. I don't know whether to try and do... Bastard! The positive spin now. I need to watch that when I get home. What? One dry day's powerbomb. One ballot? Mm. Oh. Yeah. Because it's just got a clip underneath that thing. I've just watched it. I thought, oh! Mm. He bounced like a ball. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway. Uh, but no, it's like Sami Zayn's found hanging upside down backstage. You think it's Braun Strowman? I was laughing my fucking twat off when I seen him just on there upside <laughs> down, and Vince like, get that camera away. Triple H, yeah, even well, they're just as mad as each other. But Triple H's like, get that camera, get out of door, whatever. And then he called, goes Braun Strowman and he's like, did you do it? And he's like, no, I don't know what you're on about. And he's like, oh, well, I know you did it. He's like, I didn't fucking do it. And he's like, oh, I'm going to ask you not just as a friend, but as boss, well, leave. So Braun's just like, whatever. <laughs> whatever, menger. 
You want my girlfriend? <laughs> Bitch. Gives the finger snap and everything. Walks off. He ain't getting a Hugo girlfriend off the Undertaker, right. is he? And it's like, obviously, I've not seen the match because I fell asleep. Because I... During the ricochet entrance of all things. Yeah. And it's like... I had all intentions of watching it today. But I was just so tired from work. I was like... Mm. And then I woke up and it finished. And it's like, oh, no. And I didn't have enough time to watch it because I went to watch Game of Thrones as well. So, yeah. Um, but I, I know there's spoilers. And fucking Brock comes out. Fuck Brock Lesnar. Why can't someone just retire him? Permanently. Stick him in a home. Can we take a break before I get into this? Well, can do. You thought I was bad with the fucking ref? I ain't even seen the fucking match and I'm fucking pissed off about it. It's just... Not only has Money in the Bank been a good show, it's been a bad show. (coughs) But it's not a big show. No. It's big show! But yeah. So if, if, if you're pausing it and we're going for a break, I suggest you pause it. I'll just stand there or sit there. I'm just, me, I'm just fucking, um, my brain hurts because I honestly don't know how I'm going to get through this without fucking ranting like a rant man. Yes. That'll be your new superhero name. Rant, rant man. man. You got your angry birds, I'm the angry bastard. Bastard! Bastard! Slanderous knobhead. Mentalist. <laughs> Which is the best way to describe the fucking whoever booked that fucking money in the bank match. Well, that's another story. Yes. <laughs> we'll be right back. Yeah. Okay, so we're back, and I'm gonna build up to this. I'm just gonna paint the picture, set the scene. We've got seven competitors because Sami Zayn was taken out. Um, we've got Baron Corbin. Drew McIntyre. Andrade. Andrade. Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Ricochet. Ali. Ali. Randy Orton. Yeah. (laughs) Those seven men did a fucking fantastic job. Orton fucking is the veteran. He's been in the match four times. He's won it once already. Um, He's fucking back body dropping people onto the table. Three in quick succession. Um, Balor took some fucking sick bumps. There's the power bomb from Andrade, the fucking bouncy castle power bomb. <laughs> he got fucking choke slammed by Corbin. <laughs> the ladder is on its side at the V shape, opened up but on its side, and he got choke slammed onto that yeah. by Corbin. Michael Cole said it was the um unforgiving part of the ladder. Uh, again, Brian Zane said, what part of a ladder is forgiving? Well, yeah. Any part of that ladder's gonna hurt. Um, McIntyre suplexed Balor onto the fucking ladder. Uh, he took an RKO off the ladder. Um, Corbin ate a Claymore on the outside. Fucking Ali, I think, got choked some through the announce table. Fucking. Ricochet got a fucking, that inverted Frankensteiner mm. from Ali. There was, it was just fucking mental. It was everything you'd expect of a 
Money in the Bank ladder match. There's plenty more spots that I can't remember off the top of my head, and I only watched it a few hours ago, but there was that many. It was not a boring match. It was a fucking eventful match. It was a great match. And it would have been probably... I'd have probably put it on par with Rollins, AJ, had it not been for the end. Yeah. When Ali's at the top of the ladder... And then all of a sudden, Lesnar's music hits. That's Roman Reigns' music. That's Roman Reigns' music. Yeah. Brock Lesnar comes out, tips Ali off the ladder, and I think Ali busts his face, because he was bleeding after. Lesnar fucking climbs the ladder, doesn't take a single hit, doesn't take a single fucking bump, wins a fucking money in the bank match. I feel so bad for those other seven guys because the hell they put their bodies through, especially fucking Balarali and Ricochet and Andrade, the smaller guys, because the bigger guys didn't take that many drastic bumps because they're not expected to. It's the smaller guys that are expected to do that. The fucking shit they put their bodies through, they were basically told, I'd assume beforehand, Right, go out there, fucking damn near kill yourselves, but this guy's going to come out, fucking win the match and not take a single hit. It's a fucking slap in the face. It's a fucking fuck you, a big middle finger to each of those fucking seven guys in that fucking match. It's fucking... I hate it. It was a fucking great match. And like the fucking cage match, where it's decent, but something drags it down, or, or anything with those fucking sh- that shit referee, this was a great match, and it was a match of the night candidate until that fucking end. Now the crowd popped, but then they soon fucking changed their tune. I think it was just like, shit, Brock's here. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, Brock's here. <sighs> Obviously, I can't comment because I've not watched it. No. But no, when I seen the fucking thing come up on Facebook and there's Brock stood there with fucking money in the bank case, I was like, fuck off, you part timing little fuck weasel. It's like, how often is he going to turn up with his briefcase now? What, every fucking 12 years? <clears throat> They'll probably give it an extension on the fucking cashing roll as well. Oh, yeah. It's just... It was just a fuck-knuckle decision to win that fucking match. And yeah, Vince probably paid him a lot of money to come out and boost the ratings and get a pop. But there's one person who's hated more in WWE than Charlotte. It's Lesnar. Yep. And Lesnar's is legit. Yep. It's not fucking... Kayfabe fucking Mark Heat, it's legit heat. Every country is populated. Apparently the rumours going around, fucking Triple H isn't happy with Vince. Oh, no. And morale is really low in the locker room, and fucking Triple H is like, he's always there trying to console the others and everything, and it'll be alright, we'll get through this. And then Vince pulls another fucking shitty trick out his arse. And then this, it just, it's a slap in the face to. Not just those people in the Money in the Bank match. Every fucker on that card. Everybody who wrestled. Daniel Bryan, the 
WrestleMania is a WWE champion. This year is on the pre, uh, fucking Money in the Bank is on the pre-show. Yes. Fucking, the Usos, Rowan, it's a slap in the face to fucking Rowan. Because he did more than fucking Lesnar did. And Lesnar closes out the show and wins Money in the Bank. <sighs> but Vince McMahon, he needs to retire. Lacey Evans busted her ass. Yeah. Dana Brooke busted her ass. Yeah. Everybody on that fucking show busted their ass. Even Dominic fucking busted his ass. Yeah. He didn't do anything. But he looked worried for his dad, and I believed he was worried for his dad. I didn't believe him when he was excited about his dad winning a title, but, you know, he's, he's young, he'll get there. Yeah. Um, and he's not a teenager, Michael Cole. 22 isn't a teenager, you dickhead. But no, this fucking, this just... It spits in the face of everybody on that fucking card. Everybody. I don't know what's going to happen now. You know who he's going to cash in on. It'll be Seth. It won't be Seth. They want him on Smackdown for the move to Fox. Oh, fuck that. That's what I've heard. They want fucking Lesnar on Smackdown for the move to Fox. Now there's rumblings that they might set up Seth versus Lesnar at fucking not the greatest Royal Rumble. Super Showdown, that's apparently bigger than WrestleMania. Yeah. What the fuck's up with that? Don't. We'll, oh. we'll, we'll, oh. That's just... But anyway... We'll deal with show, Super Showdown Saturday after. Even though it's on a Friday, but that was a Lex Luger joke. Yeah. But, but fucking... <sighs> oh, I would piss so hard if he's cashed it in on Kofi and Kofi just... Straight up, trouble in paradise, knocked him square up in. <laughs> on Raw, Rollins was all ready to be cashed in on. But Kofi came out as well and says, look, if you're going to cash in on anyone, cash in on me. And that says a lot about Seth Rollins and Kofi Kingston. It also says a lot about Brock Lesnar. Because as bad as he is, as big a motherfucker as he is, people aren't scared of him anymore. People don't fear him. Well, I don't know, because, well, Seth said it fucking before WrestleMania, the smaller guys do better. Yeah. And with Kofi being a smaller fella, mm. you know, he's a high flyer. We've seen it with AJ, we've he's seen it with win. Daniel Bryan, we've seen it with Finn Balor. And they've all put him to the test. Yeah. It's just, Seth's the one that got it fucking done, but the rest of them were damn fucking close. Yeah. It's... <laughs> And if, if he cashed it in on Kofi and Kofi just fucking booted him in the head, I would fucking love it. Kofi was my favourite wrestler ever. But you won't be because it's Edge. But, yeah. I wish I could see it going that way. I know, but it's not going to happen if he's going to fucking sit there sucking Brock's fucking dick whilst he cashes in on him. Apparently... <clears throat> I don't know if it's WWE or whether it's Fox that wants Brock Lesnar on SmackDown when the change happens. It could be both. It could be Fox more. But if they want Lesnar on SmackDown on Fox, chances are he's going to cash in on Kofi. His match with Rollins doesn't have to be a cash in. 
it could be one of those fucking favouritism things where despite not getting automatic rematches, Lesnar gets an automatic rematch because he's brought fucking Lesnar. Fuck Lesnar. Um, I could see it being a case if he has his, a standard rematch against Seth, loses, and then cashes in on Kofi. And wins. But I'll get to... I'm going to try and put a positive spin on this. Because I'm all about positivity. <laughs> Look on your face there. Fucking positive. I know. I know. It was sarcasm. But yeah, I knew that. No. <laughs> but I'm trying to fucking... Don't be sour. I'm trying not to be sour. <laughs> I'm trying to clap my hands power. and feel the power. Um... If Fox want Lesnar on SmackDown, there's a chance that Lesnar might have to take more dates on his contracts. Because I don't think I'd want him on SmackDown if he's not going to be on SmackDown. Well, he would need to show up on SmackDown. Which means we might see less of a part-time Lesnar. Maybe not full-time, right. but we might... Hear me out. We might see... Lesnar more regularly because they can't put the WWE title on him not have him show up on Smackdown and only have him show up at pay-per-views because that defeats the purpose of moving into Smackdown. Also, Lesnar's still Raw. He's still a Raw contracted wrestler. If they want him on Smackdown, how are they going to get him to Smackdown without doing the wildcard thing? Cash in on Kofi. But, and he's also rumoured to have retired from well, UFC has. and mixed martial arts, so... He has retired from UFC. So he might need to fucking... <laughs> he's gonna... He's, he's more... He he's got more time to fucking... No, he don't need the money. But he's got more time to work and wrestle and stuff. So we might see more of... Le Do we want to see more of Lesnar? No. But... I don't want to see any of Lesnar. Me neither, but again, trying, to put, trying not to be sour here. Um, there's also the fact that at the Raw, after the Raw Rumble, we talked about how Balor took Lesnar to the limit mm. and how, I don't know if you agree with me or not, but I wanted to see Balor challenge Lesnar as the demon because mm. he came close as Man Balor. And I was like, well, Demon Balor could probably get it done. If Man Balor can come this close, Demon Balor could probably get it done. Demon Balor would get it done because the Demon don't lose. Mm. We, there's a chance we can get that now. If Lesnar if Lesnar fucking faces Balor again, beats Man Balor, but Man Balor comes close, and then Balor's like, well, I want a rematch. And Lesnar's like, yeah, fine, have your fucking rematch. Balor brings out the Demon. That could be an interesting scenario. Yeah. There's also Alistair Black, a legit kickboxer. You've got MMA guy versus kickboxer. Yeah. That could be one of those plans they had in mind for Alistair Black. And I mentioned that, didn't I? Before WrestleMania. If Lesnar retains against Rollins, who should challenge him next? Alistair Black. I don't think it'll be that quick a push. Even though Vince really wants him title picture. 
Well, no, because what they'll do is they'll build Alistair Black up while Brock fucking trounces everyone else. Peace. <coughs> yeah. You've got a couple of decent scenarios there. You've got the rematch with Finn, which could transition into a match with Demon Finn. You've got Alistair Black there, who, like you said earlier, is one of the best in the company. I just didn't want to fucking get down on my knees at that moment. I was trying to talk about Seth and AJ. Um, the thing is, who else is though that could challenge you on SmackDown? That's the thing. No Finn's one. come the cl- out of all the people on the SmackDown roster. Daniel Bryan aside, Finn's come the closest. Mm-hmm. So basically, you've got no one. You've got Finn Balor, or you've got. Alistair Black. Joe. Joe's on Raw. Wildcard. Could do. <laughs> they might have to fucking do it. Or will there even be a fucking challenger? Or will he just take that title and go home? Will it be fucking a repeat of the 400 odd day reign where no, where SmackDown doesn't have a title match on the pay-per-views? Mm. Instead of Raw. Because Vince would love that, wouldn't he? To fucking have, really bury SmackDown. And then I've tried to put a positive spin on. There's a couple of good scenarios there that could work. A couple of decent programs. It's just whether they'll do it. It's, I don't even know what the plan is with Lesnar at the minute properly. Oh. I'm just trying to make the best out of the worst case scenario. How do you say he cashes in and loses? That would be my preference and as well. And then like, fuck this shit, I'm going home. That would be my preference. But no, but he's deep. How about him at Super Showdown? It's him and Rollins. Is it? Yeah, Demon Finn against Andrade with the IC yeah. title. So we know fucking Andrade ain't winning that. Yeah. But he'll put in a good show. Oh, yeah. Fucking. Undertaker Goldberg. Yeah, Triple H Orton. And a 50-man battle royal. So no no tag titles going up. No women's... Well, women ain't going to be up no. there, are they? Um, no US. Well, we don't know the situation with Ray, do we? No, Apparently no. his injury might have to vacate the belt, but we don't, that's just... Um, nothing Nothing happened on Raw. Joe came out and said, look, if you've got, you're a man of honour, do the right thing, give me the belt back, so... That was all we got. Um, when you've got a 50 man battle royal, it kind of makes sense to only have a handful of matches on the undercard. Mm. Yeah, these battle royals can last fucking five minutes or an hour. Yeah, but it's a Royal Rumble type one, isn't it? Pretty much the greatest Royal Rumble with a different name. Yeah. Uh, Braun's yes. facing Lashley. Yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. So it's a pretty stacked card as far as a battle royal thing event goes. The greatest battle royal. Royal Royal the greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah, I think they realise how shit that name was so they changed it. Um but yeah. 
I don't know, I've tried to fucking put a positive spin on the whole Lesnar situation. I don't think you can polish it all. You can cover it in glitter, but it's still too. Well, if it ends with Finn Balor or Alistair Black as WWE <coughs> champion. Or Kofi still. Yeah. Then yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But if it's just going to be more of the same old Lesnar shit, but on SmackDown, then no. I mean, I'm already fucking sick of WWE enough as it is. Yeah, I, I can't wait to excited. Probably nothing. <clears throat> I'm off Saturday as well, but it's there was weather. I'm in fucking work Sunday, so I should be downloading it and watching it Sunday. I'll probably catch that on Sunday as well. <clears throat> um, but yeah, that concludes the Money in the Bank review because oh, I'm tired, I can't talk about it anymore. Don't go fucking. Um, how would you rate the event overall? It was a good one. I can say a solid seven. I was gonna go seven or maybe nudging an eight. Maybe. I only because fucking AJ is there. Yeah. <clears throat> and Becky and Lacey. Well, it's not just. I mean, the fucking women's money in the bank match was a great match. And Bailey. Yeah, the whole fucking that storyline. With fucking Becky and Bailey was fucking spot on. Lacey surpassed expectations. Dana Brooke surpassed expectations. Lacey not run out. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was great. Um, there's the ref botch that could lead to fucking Lacey getting a rematch. <clears throat> The cage match was just a fucking mess. A disaster. Good moments, but the ref bollocks overshadows it and the finish overshadows it. That knocks points off. Um, Joe versus Mysterio, another ref botch, but, you know, it's kind of, I don't know, the, the post-match beatdown was fun to watch. Well, I'll say fun, but I'm a, I'm a bit sadistic sometimes. It was just the intact, the look, the way Joe looked at Dominic before delivering each move. Um, but again, fucking shoulder up. I honestly don't know what the fuck they were doing with the refs. Or the ref on that night. Stick them back in fucking ref school. Kofi Owens was a good match. Um, AJ Seth was phenomenal, to use that term. Um, the men's money in the bank was, Great until the fucking end. That's why I'll stick with my seven because the fucking referee fuck ups coupled with Lesnar, the whole Lesnar situation really soured me at the end. Yeah. It's like I said, fucking, that fucking finish is a middle finger to everybody on the card. Exactly. And that's why I can't rate it anymore. Him holding the title for fucking however long he had it was a big fat middle finger to the Mm. entire fucking roster of both SmackDown and Raw. Even though SmackDown had absolutely nothing to do with it, it was still a big fat middle finger. (coughs) And 
It's not just that, but you got fucking Tommaso <clears throat> Champa is out with a neck injury. Yep. He had to have fucking neck surgery because of the fucking effort he put in with Gargano. Fucking Sheamus might have to retire because of spinal stenosis because of the work his fucking the shit he's put his body through. Ricochet apparently got a back injury. Thanks, Brian. No. Because of the work he's fucking done. The shit he's put his body through. Jeff Lesnar Hardy. just, yeah. Matt Hardy with his fucking back. Yeah. You know, he's back fucking, well, he is broken fucking back because he is broken. Yeah. And he's still somehow <clears throat> able to go. Yeah. Fucking. Every cunt that's come before him. I mean, fucking Miss Sahari Masala. He died in a match. Fucking took a bad suplex and died. Because what he put his body through. And Lesnar just fucking strolls in. Gets fucking millions of dollars and just climbs a ladder. And that is why I can't give it a higher rating. Fucking. If it wasn't for that, it would be around an 8. But, I mean, without Lesnar, and without the ref fuck-ups, probably be a nine. Mm. But, the Lesnar situation's just left that fucking sour taste in my mouth. I can't possibly go any <clears> higher <throat> than a seven. Out of fifty. It's out of ten. Yeah, I, I, I always like seven and a half. That's about it, really. Yeah. It was a good show. <clears throat> it's just the bad was really fucking bad. But the good was really fucking Yeah, bad. the good was really fucking good as well. The problem was, if AJ and Seth had gone on last, and Lesnar had won the briefcase earlier... He'd have come in. He'd have cashed in. No, I was going to say, if Lesnar won the briefcase earlier, <laughs> Seth and AJ went on last and Lesnar didn't fucking ruin that match in any way, then I'd probably give it a higher grade based on that. If the matches were shuffled a little bit, so Lesnar winning wasn't the last fucking visual of the night, and we had that great match between AJ and Rollins at the end, then I would have probably given it an A. Because I would have gone home happy, so to speak. I'd have switched off WWE Network and I'd be like, yeah, good finish. But because Brock was the last thing you see, him with that fucking briefcase, and the look, I felt so fucking sorry for Randy Orton. Just that look on his face and I was like, yeah, I agree, mate. I feel the same. I don't see Randy holding another title. No, but just... (laughs) The look on his face, it was fucking, I don't want to say heartbreaking, but it was around that area. And, yeah, so it was a seven. If Lesnar hadn't won it, it'd be a higher grade. If Lesnar winning hadn't gone on last, that would have been a higher grade. Anyway, Will says seven and a half, I say seven. Also uh, say... Rock, yeah, and Vince McMahon, yeah, right in the pussy, yeah. Pussy, Super Showdown. We're watching that. I don't know why you feel like watching the fucking Saudi shows. Um, I thought the Greatest World Rumble was all right. 
I'm, I'll get a go. Mm. I'll watch it, but just mainly because Undertaker Goldberg. I don't think it's going to be a good match, but it's never done. It's one first time ever. Yeah. I think I'm more excited about Balor and Andrade. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be the best match of the night. Yeah. Without a doubt. But yeah, the spectacle of Undertaker versus Goldberg. Yeah. Just as a moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll... Um, that's in two weeks, isn't it? Yeah. And you're not here next week, so we can't do a prediction show for that. No. Um, because there won't be a podcast next week. But we will do a review um, week we after. For birthday food. And I've got kids. No, I'm not Heath Slater. <laughs> I got kids! I'm so glad you didn't turn around and say, I don't give a shit about your kids. <laughs> um, but yeah, so no podcast next week. We are both otherwise occupied. Uh, we'll be back the week after with a um, review of Super Showdown. Yeah. Live from that place where stuff happens. People blow each other up. Yeah. Um, well, they don't. Well, they oh, don't. Journalists get murdered. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Um, women are oppressed. Yes. Um, <laughs> we'll try and keep that shit out of the review. Dogs are held in a rock, I regard. Um, yes, thank you for um, tuning in. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much uh, for tuning in. This has been our review of Money in the Bank. It was a good show um, with a shit ending that really soured me. Um, a bit like this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to be positive. <laughs> it was a good show. Shit ended. I've tried to be positive with things. He's tried to feel the power. Yes, I've tried to feel the power. But it's just a case of whether the rest of the universe feels the power as well. Because nature hates him. Yes, nature hates me. He says fuck Brock. I say fuck the swans. I say fuck Vince as well. I say fuck the wasp. Fuck them all. And the thorns. Anyway... I've been Mike Desiris Prime. Oh yeah, we didn't introduce ourselves, did we? No. I'm Mike Desiris Prime. This is Scorn. Wilf. Hello. Bye. Welcome to the show. <laughs> well, we didn't fuck the ending, did we? We fucked the start. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. In a bitch. Yeah, bye.